treasure was found nearby. Sure was. I just kind of bummed out. I didn't do a little bit more exploring. AJ McCall, not that I was ever going to find it. <laughs> AJ McCall at VFX. Just hopeful optimism. Yep. Just, just popping myself up. Apparently, at 10 years ago, an art dealer and uh, author hit a treasure chest worth $1 million in the Rocky Mountains and left vague clues on where to find it in his autobiography. Yep. What was, was announced over the weekend. Whole thing. It was found. I remember when I was in, let's see, I would have been a, a junior, I think. And we talked about it, and I was like, are you going to go find the treasure? And we were like, there's no treasure. Man, that's cool. a it's pretty that's cool. a heck of a promotion for a, a book, by the way. It's a big deal. Not bad. Right? So uh, just a couple of the numbers for you. So it's been about a decade. Thousands of people have obviously tried to find it. Yep. Two people died. Yep. Two others had to be rescued from near-death situations. But the author, uh, Forrest Finn, announced Sunday the search is over. That's so crazy. Says, and I quote, someone from back east who didn't want to be revealed used the clues from a 24-line poem in his book to locate the treasure and confirmed he's found it with a photograph. That's so crazy. Huh. I think it's cool, though. I think it's a heck of a way to promote your book. Oh, definitely. If you got a million dollars laying around, I wonder, I mean, he had to. You can promote literally anything if you got a million dollars laying around. What do you think? Jeez. So it says there's at least a million dollars worth of gold, jewelry, uh-huh. and other valuable items. You got collectibles in there? Some discontinued action figures or something? Mm, I don't think that action be, that figures. That could be valuable to anybody. Sure. Some I don't know what else. Old it traditional could... Star Wars figures. Some kind That'd of be cool. baseball cards, maybe. Yeah. And Call keeps telling me to get invested into that. You should. Be great. Other It'd be pretty funny, like, oh, jewelry, baseball cards. Yay, thank you. Thanks, Mr. Finn. This is the best thing ever. Maybe it's some, like, cool ancient history artifact because so, it seems historical. That would be, I'd be into that. So, obviously, I'm I'm with the person wanting to stay anonymous. 100%. Totally get that. 100%. But they've also not announced where it's at right. or where it was found. Right. I hope they do that. I'd like to know. Uh, I don't think that they will because I think that it's probably going to cause uh, probably issue too many people going to go and visit at one point in time. It's probably like a private-ish property, not necessarily private, uh, but I don't think he could hide it in public lands unless he got it like approved prior Mm. to. So I'm assuming it's somebody's private land. We don't know where it was. We don't know. No one knows. It's found. It's done. We yeah. don't know. Nobody gets in trouble. Uh, speaking of getting trouble, a decade's worth of pizza pranks. Ooh. <laughs> Understandably, pizza someone pranks. quite upset. Now, of course, I would never naturally assume that McCall's ever been involved in a prank that involves uh, pizzas delivered to someone well, wh- that didn't order for them. Why would I be involved in that kind of a prank? I'm not naturally yeah. assuming that you were involved in one. Safe. Just saying it out loud, AJ okay. McCall VFX, but let's be honest, in terms of teenage pranks, it's kind of a staple. It's not overly creative, and it's funny for whatever reason to See? send pizza to someone who didn't order them. See, but I just don't even find that one like, <laughs> because like, I could be eating that pizza. Well, uh, a 65-year-old man in Belgium has had pizzas delivered to his house that he hasn't ordered for 10 years. Bless that guy. And a neighbor. And he hasn't paid, had to pay for him? 
I don't know how that works. Because for I, I me, based on like, his response, he said, I cannot sleep anymore. I start shaking every time I hear a scooter on the street. Investigators think him and his neighbor share a common culprit, but the mystery has remained unsolved for almost 10 years. Hmm. Because I think, like now, usually it's like, how, okay, we need to take your credit card over the phone if they're delivering. But I don't know because you said they're in Belgium, right? Belgium. Got no idea how they do it there. Because for me, like, you have to, you, when I was in high school, you have to pay over the phone because you can't pay when you get there. I think it depends. I mean, I order Chinese food and they usually ask cash or credit. Mm. Here's the so thing. I don't think they really Here's did the thing that, that gets me. Because it says, uh, so it says in 20, January 29, his pizza geddon hit a peak when he had 10 delivery drivers arrive at his house, including one carrying 14 pizzas. Jeez, why? So, you guys are ridiculous. Obviously, the perpetrators are hitting up different pizza places, but you would think at some point the managers would take down a note and be like, okay, so this guy. We're going to put an asterisk on uh, this house in particular and like I'm get sure to know the guy's name maybe. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably like, "Excuse me, this I didn't order this." I'm sure that's exactly how it goes. His name is Jean Van Lindigem. Lendigem. 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 Hmm. Who says, and I quote, "When the perpetrator is identified, it will not be their best day." Ooh. Ooh. A decade's worth of unordered pizzas just showing up at your house. That sounds dangerous. That is, at some point, it's it's kind of on the pizza places to do a little bit. Because there's yeah. no way there's that many pizza places for 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. No. That's crazy. They, it, it managers need to go get to meet Jean Van L and be like, okay, mm-hmm. so we're going to have like a, we're gonna have like a pizza safe word. Mm-hmm. And if you don't say it, then we ain't going to do it. Yep. Then it saves everybody a bunch of hassle. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> uh, yesterday... We had our former, as we dubbed it, former accident-prone queen Correct. judge other people's injuries. And I got to tell you, I think you're going to notice pretty quick some uh, weird standards of judging oh, okay. the weird injuries. Strange. McCall has weird standards of judging. Huh. The story that started this arms race. Sure, <laughs> between, I guess we can call it between that. Between accident-prone competitors for the debate date on VFX is as such. So I was uh, visiting some family okay. in a bigger city, and I had some time to kill. So I decided to rent an electric scooter to see the city. So if you've never done one before, apparently the one he rented, you take a 16-question uh, test, you scan your driver's license, and then you use an app to unlock the scooter. Uh-huh. I drove it for about five minutes, crashed hard on my left side, and the scooter fell on top of me. I was supposed to have emergency surgery this week, but the doctor is on vacation, so I have to sit home in pain and wait. I have a dislocated and fractured shoulder, among other things. The scooter rental cost me $15. It would up costing me thousands in medical treatment and lost revenue. Oops. Probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I know you're judging for this dude. Got all this stuff that happened because he rented a scooter and whoop. and re- Oops. I don't know what else to say. What else am I supposed to say at this point? Uh, sucks to be you at the moment. Sounds very expensive. Uh, you can't sue the scooter company because I'm pretty sure that was in one of the 16 questions that you had to answer. Okay, judging. Whoops. I've been compared like to yours. Not like, oh. Well, you're a moron. Can't help you there. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I've, oh. I've broken myself before by, uh, you know, 
trying to break a disco ball. I fell off of it. <laughs> Should I have done that? Definitely not. Probably need to have surgery. Eh, yeah, probably. All right, Lindsay. Well, you're part of the past and no return, so we'll see how McCall judges yours. What silly way did you hurt yourself? Taking the garbage out and shattering my ankle. Ah, how? Get wrecked. I was, we were stationed in Germany, and I was taking the trash out, and I was wearing flip-flops while it mm. was raining. Oh. And it was just a tiny, tiny little hill, and I slipped, and it crunched, and I have oh. two plates and 12 screws holding my ankle together. Uh, wow. See, that's unfortunate. Wow. Uh I used to, so a little bit of a story time. Back when I was in like, I don't know, maybe fifth grade, I was playing softball with my mom because I wanted to try out for a competitive softball team. Tried out, didn't make it, by the way. Cut our trip to Yellowstone short, so I was really mad that I even came back to a, to try out for the game, the team, whatever. Anyway, as we were practicing before tryouts, my mom... And I were, I don't even remember, just, I think we were just throwing the ball and she ran back to catch it and she broke her ankle, her foot in like two different places, all because she was wearing flip-flops. Flip-flops. And that, ever since that point. The pain of ankles everywhere. Yeah. Ever since that point in time, I don't wear flip-flops very often. I wore flip-flops to go fishing a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, this is a mistake. No, but I was like, this is a mistake. I should not be wearing flip-flops. And so then the next day, we went back to go fishing again, and I wore Vans instead. So, (laughs) Here's one for you. Oh, boy. I I could make sense sort of out of some of these other ones. Okay. Uh, I threw my neck out folding laundry. Chiropractic care was needed. Oh. Oh. Probably a big blanket. <laughs> I'm gonna assume it's a big blanket. Banging while I'm gonna you're give you, no, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume oh, Okay, that so it's, scooter guy with all the broken bones, moron. Laundry neck gets thrown out, benefit of the doubt. I'm just assuming that it had this to have been a big blanket, right? Because I don't know how else you could have done it. What were you doing? Picking up a t shirt? Here, here's another one. Flipping for it around. You. So, maybe it's maybe you fold towels the way I fold towels. I always fold them in half and then I do like a shake. And you shake it so then the line's more do you stiff. Do the whole wave with your body? No, but maybe that's what had happened. Maybe she did the whole wave with her body. Oh, gosh. Right, right. Katy Perry asked if you ever felt like a plastic bag caught in the breeze, whatever. No, drifting through the wind, one, hoping to start again. Irrelevant. Here's the story. When I was a kid, I thought plastic bags were parachutes. I jumped off the table, broke my arm. Once it healed, I did it again. Great. <laughs> that's, that's bad. <laughs> the last story with the cat. I tripped over my cat and broke my leg. My mom tripped over her dog and shattered her elbow. So I, thought, I knew that one hit close to home. I'm going to yep. give your mom the benefit of the doubt because we all know. You've all seen it. Cats try to maneuver through your legs. They try to do that. Yep. Dog was just being affectionate. Dodger just wanted to be right, right next to my mom. Your mom says a bad luck, too. That might be genetic, uh, legitimately. No. I think there's some there's some knock on wood. It's been a very long time. Here. It's been a very long time since I've had a dangerous thing. Here's the update on throwing the neck out folding laundry, oh, by great. the way. We got one. Seriously sitting on the floor, I lifted up a shirt, placed it on a hanger, reached and turned to put it down oh. on the pile and kink threw it out. Yep. Gotta do some stretching. Wow.
Stretch. Like, I, I got it. I remember in high school, we had teachers and we used to play ultimate frisbee for conditioning or whatever. We used to talk about how they'd stretch. We used to laugh because, you know, as kids, we should just go and run. And I get it. You got to stretch now. But before laundry. Yeah. Nobody tells you that when you sign up to be a kid no. and you're like, I want to be an adult. I'm like, well, just wait. You're going to have to stretch before laundry. You're going to throw your neck out and it's a whole thing. You won't be able to sleep for day. It's terrible. They, they got to be more upfront with the terms and conditions of this adultness because it kind of stinks sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, so AJ McCall at VFX. We run Park Narcs. We have favorite Park Narcs. Yes. But our votes do not count in Park Narcs. Yes. Now, if you're not familiar with Park Narcs, where you been? But what it is is the AJ McCall show at VFX is weekly assistance to try and clean up parking. Yeah. Via some public shaming, we'll be honest. Yeah. By uh, we have two terrible parking spots that are user submitted. They're not us. They come from everybody else because they're competing to win an Apple Spice gift card. That's right. So if you're on our social media, Utah's VFX, you've seen them. The nominees this week are friends that double park together, stick together, which is three trucks, four spots taken up. And look, it's still early because we don't tally up the votes till Friday. But I tell you, people ain't feeling the truck gang right now. And I think that says a lot about truck gang because I we all have perceptions about vehicles. Let's let's <laughs> no denying it. What no? I, and I know there's some out no. there for trucks. The truck gang getting it right now. Yeah, now, I believe I, that. I I'm get it. Not really surprised because McCall. I asked her again yesterday. Do you think that the truck gang park like that on purpose? And McCall said, "I know the parking lot. The answer is yes." Yes. Whereas nominee number two is want to go have these on a parking spot, and it looks some kind of parking lot. A uh, some Looks place gym-ish. of business, yeah, something. And there's a lot of parking. In the foreground, there's two people who are both basically parked on the middle of the line with their vehicles. Mm-hmm. But if you look behind them, there's vehicles lined up with them, and it looks like the lines match up on both sides. So it's just a whole parking lot of people who have no idea what they're doing. Yep. Odds are, though, they ain't friends that did it together, and trucking ain't doing so good right now. So pick for yourself, Utah's VFX. You can even submit your own Park Narc nominee. Safely take pictures of bad parking. Send them to us because if you go head-to-head each week and your gets the most votes for the most annoying, you get rewarded. Apple Spice gift card. Check out the nominees, Utah's VFX. Now, of course, it starts with hearing our options. And that's three headlines, please, McCall. Okie dokie. So we got headline number one that involves a worker at Amazon who lost her engagement ring while packing boxes. Oops. That's a big oopsie. Then we got story number two. A shoplifter ran away from a grocery store. Little known uh, problem, though. He left his kid. <laughs> so, oopsie. Why? Culprit okay. was, quote, well, quickly identified. I have, uh, even before hearing the whole story, I have an early contender for who I think the story is. But the, what's, what's three? What's and then three? story number three. A guy got three years for... $175,000 in fraudulent ATM withdrawals, which is a lot, by the way, because like a daily ATM limit like to $2,000. Yeah. $175,000. And it depends. Obviously, it depends on how much money you have. It depends on what kind of bank you work in. <laughs> so, some quick math. If you only do $2,000 a day, that would be lots of days. Jeez, it'd be like 87 days. This guy didn't do it in 87 days. Wow! But okay, since curious, it was all fraudulent, I'm curious I mean, about story three. Yeah, I am super curious about story three. AJ McCall at VFX for Florida, not now. Jan, I know, I know, I lost yesterday, but you're confident we get the win today, right? <laughs> yes. 
Okay, I love it. Let's do it. Three full <laughs> stories, please. Okay, so we got story number one. An Amazon worker accidentally sort of lost their engagement ring while they were packing boxes. I'm um, not really sure what, what, what? happened. I mean, it looks like it fell off while, oh, what was it, Saturday packing boxes on Saturday. Now the uh, warehouse manager temporarily stopped work on the floor to search the warehouse and trucks, but employees were unable to locate the ring. So, I mean, if y'all end up finding an Amazon box that has a ring in it, they, they got it. Can you imagine explaining that one when you come home? Hey, honey. In all honesty, so, I'm not trying to pin the blame here, but like, why would you wear it if you worked at a warehouse? That's difficult because, like, you should be wearing maybe like a rubber one because I feel like yeah, I'd leave those the real kinds one of yeah for surezies at home. Ow, those kinds are dangerous. There's story one, story number two. Some guy shoplifted six dollars worth of stuff from the grocery store last week, and he ran away, but he left behind his eight-year-old son, so the culprit oh. was quickly identified. Kind of a significant clue to leave behind at a crime scene, I, yeah, if yeah. you ask me. I- Eight-year-old son could probably name you, have yep. a general idea of where you yep. live. Oh, also, the guy <laughs> fell down as he was running away and hurt himself badly enough that he had to go to the hospital. So, uh, so why do why boom roasted? Why do it? Boom roasted. There's story two. Come story on. number three. Some guy recently sentenced to three years in prison and three years of probation. For making fraudulent ATM withdrawals for the total of $175,000. Now, normally, ATM withdrawals, as somebody who worked at the bank, hi, what's up? Your max ATM withdrawal amount was like $2,000, and it kind of depended on like your account, blah, blah, blah. $2,000, though, is pretty typical. Now, between two days, two days, he made over 100 ATM withdrawals. Totaling one hundred and seventy-five thousand. All ATMs have cameras. Yeah. Okay, so that's how they ended up. That's how they ended up catching. So him. stupid because you're just visiting consistent guy. Right? So it was We're not him. so sure what he looked like. Then you just get like eighty-seven pictures of him. Him and others used blank ATM cards and imprinted the names and personal data for people whose identities were stolen. Wow. So uh, watch your identity. Uh, but Seriously. there you go. Three crazy stories. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little, little bit, little bit impressed with story three because I mean that's some, some work and coordination. It's dumb ultimately because 100%. you know cameras. So you're you're on the camera. That being said, I like two or three. Which one do you think it is? Um, I'm gonna go with number three. You like number three, the coordinated effort in front of a bunch of cameras. You know, it's kind of a. <laughs> Kind of a dumb case to do when you do it in front of cameras, which would be the ATM. So I'm gonna call. Is it story number three? It is. Congratulations! Woo! I'm so happy. You are gonna win some delicious Johnny O spot nuts. So hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you real fast. Yay, Jan! Congratulations, Jan! I can tell you, I, I all credit to Jan. I was leaning more towards two. So because number you know two, who left his kid or the, she, they, whoever he, they yeah, left their kid. A, yeah, uh, Germany. <laughs> International. That one was Ooh, in Germany, and our uh, warehouse worker is in Wales. So we only had one, oh. one American story okay, today. Bro, that's all, Jan. Tomorrow, when I talk about winning, it Good was job, all Jan. Jan. It was all Jan. You know, it's funny about the kid being left. Not that the kid got left. It's funny because then all kids kind of panic about that. Hundred percent. Shoot, I'm 26 years old, and I still panic <laughs> about it. <laughs> Florida went a little international today, and in. 
the uh, German story. Shoplifter got busted because he left his kid behind. Not to mention, you know, in line with the debate at eight yesterday, trip and fell and seriously injured himself to the point that he had to go to the hospital. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX rolls but- up to the hospital. <laughs> hey, did you uh, did you leave this? Did you leave this behind? <laughs> huh. Oh, okay. But in all seriousness, doesn't that doesn't that thought go through kids' heads? And I don't mean parents. Like I'm not talking about the stranger danger or if you see a car follow, you're supposed right. to walk the opposite direction. Those are very important speeches to have with your kids. I'm talking about every once in a while, kids sitting in the shopping cart, parent like turns the corner and kid says, hey, wait, somebody will steal me. Yeah. Common theme in my family, only for my mom to turn around and say, look, if they take you, that, that's fine. They're going to bring you right back. You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So your parents gave you the exact same thing as well. That, that please, was please meant, let them take you. That was meant Just to kidding. reassure, meant to reassure that I would be brought back to my family because I was obnoxious, crazy. talkative, whatever. Pick your pick your poison. Yes. But I was coming right back. <laughs> oh, thanks, mom. I guess so. In the in retrospect, it's worked out because that'd be I didn't talk very much, and so I would definitely not be on the radio. So right. We kind of get paid to do it now, which is like the best thing in the whole entire world. Never was I ever kidnapped. So I guess she was right. She was right. Your mom doesn't need to hear that. It's okay. <laughs> okay. You know who needs to hear that they were right? Me? Never. Oh. Damn. K-pop fans. K-pop fans won do. the internet. Yeah, they did. And did so for justice. Yep. AJ McCall at VFX. Uh, K-pop fans deserve a huge <laughs> shout out. Yes. Because who would have thought? In, well, you know what? I take that back. In 2020, everything is possible. So K-pop everything defeating racism is possible. Actually, did happen because a week ago today was a very big day in the music industry. But all over social media, you probably saw it. It was Blackout Tuesday. Yep. So what happened to that? Because the internet is full inevitably of trolls, and then 100. You know, people feel empowered to share their terrible message of hate. Is the following day. They wanted, there were things like White Lives Matter and White Out Wednesday right. that were racist spearheads of social media tags to be basically trolly of what happened. Correct. Instead of what happened is K-pop fans took over those hashtags and posted their favorite artists and, and stuff like that and completely destroyed the whole initiative. And it is amazing because basically a bunch of jerks had their whole plan royally Thwarted. destroyed and got mad about it and then they tried to retort with things I'm not going to say on the internet on the air on the internet or on the air either hmm. and uh, K-pop Feb still took over the hashtags and bravo 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 you probably if you were on Twitter last Wednesday you we were like okay why are these things trending only to find out it was a good thing because yeah. K-pop Feb's like <laughs> no <laughs> it's the best it's the absolute <laughs> no. best K-pop rules the internet that rules is, Twitter. There's like, no doubt about that. Anytime there's any sort of an award show and uh, like artists following on the internet has any sort of grounds, 100% wins all the time. So bravo, K-pop. Always. Bravo. Now, switching gears, because huh? I would normally say, while well, we're on the subject of colors, but that's a terrible segue. Switching gears, though, we talked about favorite colors in terms of, like, actual colors. You know, the greens and the reds and stuff. Be very clear on this before this gets misconstrued. Uh, only to find out that McCall, of course, and Shocker had to make it so complicated. So? Because you would think the answer to what is your favorite color would be just one word. Green, blue, whatever. McCall? No, it was a whole soliloquy. Duh. Of course it's a soliloquy. What is what is life but a soliloquy? Just, Riddle me just, that. Just wait. Just wait. 
Now, to me, AJ McCall on VFX, the question of what is your favorite color is a very simple question to answer. There's not a ton of thought that goes into it because I would think most of us have it ready to pop off the dome. Here's what happens when you ask the McCall Taylor. People will ask me what my favorite color is, and the answer is, I don't know. Kind of depends on the day. I guess today mine is blue. How can you not know what your favorite color is? I don't know. It just depends. It's an essential thing that we all picked out like in kindergarten, if not earlier. My favorite color is all of the colors in the world because like, it's really cool that I can actually see them and that my eyes work and that I'm not colorblind and that I can actually see and appreciate each and every color. politically overcomplicating the answer to this question. I'm really not. That's just how it is. I asked you what your favorite color is. You said, that's a great question, AJ. And I'm thankful that you asked me that question. I like all the colors. And my answer is that I don't see just one color. I see all colors. No, I I just... No, I'm just saying I like all of the colors. Why do you think I have all of my pens that I use every single day that I literally just lined out right now? Like, Okay, so either two ways to go about this. Which one do you use the most? Or if you didn't bring them all in, which one would you miss the most? Uh, I really like the green one. I like the color that it uses. But I also really like the blue one. And yellow (laughs) just stands for like love. So happiness. Wait, yellow stands for love? I meant happiness, but it's okay. I said the wrong thing. Okay, it's Monday. Yellow stands for happy. (laughs) All over the place. I like all the colors. What's wrong with you? I I can like them all. My mom told me it was okay. Is there anything that just sums up the McCall Taylor? Is that? What's your favorite color? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Almost to an offensive level, she's like, I can't even believe you asked me that. Like, you want me to single out Holographic. a color. Like, something bad would happen like- to the rest of the colors. Like, if she came out and said, I love red, all of a sudden you'll be like, screw you, I'm never going to be in one of your pins again. It would never happen. My favorite color is holographic. Yay. Because it's really cool. You know, like, it has this, like, translucent like, shimmer. My favorite color is clear. The galaxy. Gosh. Glitter. (laughs) It didn't stop there, by the way. We talked about it in the After Show podcast. It was great. Twitch producer Butters also agreed that McCall was being ridiculous, not pinging out a single color. No. And it was also hilarious because producer Butter has a color that he is absolutely cannot stand. Hates it. Hates it. With a passion. I find it hilarious. I do as well because he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got one. This moth. Maroon, no, no, no. How dare you? Palmer Home Furnishing Poll of the Day. Just to further drive this point home, do you have an unquestioned favorite color? 77% of people said yes. Three-fourths of people, McCall, don't have to think about it. It's right there. So? (laughs) So big one. By the way, this whole thing started because there's a psychological thing where apparently if you ask people their favorite color and favorite number... The answer, more often than not, should be blue and and seven. Yep. Now, looking at the comments, sharing the colors, blue actually is probably the most prominent. Yeah. Because I don't know. That's what we're talking about. And then McCall's like, I don't have a favorite color. And some people got some fancy ones, too. Teal and coral, cerulean blue, lime green, glittery pink, lime green, copper. Copper? 
People people are very particular of their favorite colors. I'm a fan of like bronzed stuff. Just think about that. Just think about that. There are people that say purple and green and orange, which I respect. It's true. There are people that say cerulean, copper, bright orange. They're very particular. And then there's McCall says, you know what? Too tough. Can't narrow it down. I like all the colors. Can't do it. Too much pressure. Stop asking me. Stop hassling me. Give me holographic or give me nothing. Now, you know how all of you love the fact that AJ and McCall judge everything? What? No. No, you do. Trust me. I've heard. I've heard it. It's fun. What? What? Ironically, as we go into Trevor Daniel, we have a new thing that we're starting. Yep. Uh, you'll get to hear a little bit of it. It's called TikTok Tuesday. In my never-ending effort to not feel 30. No, I'm just kidding. The key to success, obviously, in the 21st century is you got to get score one of those sweet gigs on a judging show. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX. Off the top of my dome, Luke Bryan, Blake Shelton. I know they made it in the top 100 earning celebrities this year. What do they do? They earn big Judge fat sal- salaries sitting on judging shows. Yeah. So, AJ McCall joined the fray with TikTok <laughs> Tuesday. Now, here's just here, here, a little, a little, little taste. A little hors d'oeuvre for you. Okay, this this video is insulting because this is clearly a game meant for poor people and they're playing it in a huge house. I haven't house. seen this. <laughs> what you doing? Oh, no. <laughs> you guys are awful. <laughs> child. You didn't do nearly as good do as they me. Actually live I'm in going that to house? throw you in a pool. There was like no furniture. Nobody lives there. Is there a pool? Where's the pool? I don't see. Oh, there's the pool. Nope. Oh, oh, and bye, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm McCall. What? As the social media expert of <laughs> the AJ McCall Cute. show, VFX, and the whole building. The sure. whole world, basically. Whatever. What is TikTok Tuesday? TikTok Tuesday is a compilation of ridiculousness that we've seen over the week, I'd say. So this this week, we started it off with a compilation video that we happened to find uh, actually on YouTube. We need to give people their credit where credit is due. <laughs> so then we don't get sued. I know people say that you should just steal it and pretend it's yours, but guys, that's not okay. People still put in the work. So credit where credit is due. So Stole it from YouTube. The follow-up is obviously, okay, that's great. I love hearing you laugh and make jokes, but is that the, no, there's a video coming. <laughs> there is a full video. A little taste. Yes. But TikTok Tuesday will be out, ironically, on Tuesday. What? Isn't that weird no, how that works? That's crazy. Keep an eye on our social media, Utah's VFX. But yes, today there will be TikTok Tuesday. TikTok Tuesday. While we're on the subject of our social media, you are needed. Yes. Your valley is calling upon you to help clean up the parking yes. going on. That's what we're here for. Meet the nominees for Park Narcs. Narcs. Utah's VFX has Park Narcs. Park Narcs. It's our commitment to try to clean up the parking in the valley. Our dream is one day, AJ McCall at VFX, that everyone knows how to use the lines, that you don't have to get excited about seeing a potential spot only to realize that the car is like one-fourth into it, and you're like, all right, well, now i got to park at the back of the parking lot. I one mean, day. What a wonderful world that would be. One day. Will we get there? Who knows? Striving for change. Now, tell me, McCall, real quick, does something happen to you when you own a truck? Like when you buy a truck, do you fundamentally change? Do your does your DNA change to something else? No. I'm just curious because nominee number one for this week's Park Narcs is friends that double park together stick together? Question mark. Because truck gang showed up, mm-hmm. three trucks, four spots, very unified. Yeah. It's been pretty much concluded that they've done it on per- these three trucks are tied together, and right now 
they're leading. It's still early. We don't find out till Friday. Yep. But you know, everybody has some some bias towards a certain vehicle. Yes. I think if you drive a Mitsubishi Eclipse, yeah, I think it says a lot about you. Yes, it does. People with fart cans, we all know. We all know. Yep. And then I think there's uh, you know there's uh, some thoughts about uh, lifted trucks, big trucks. Not to say all truck drivers are the same, obviously not. No, of course not. But I was just curious if something changes when you get a truck. No, I don't know. I don't think so. But what do I, what do I know? I don't really like own a truck. It's Dustin's truck. But you're truck adjacent. I get to drive it sometimes. That's kind of cool. Been a fundamental change in you that being no. truck adjacent. No, I don't think so. I'm just curious. Being that high up, your cares start to you kind of get rise above your cares maybe feel a little more bit. Powerful you're a little lifted, bit. That's what I'm saying. But like you just feel like, oh well, if somebody runs into the back of my car, it's not going to total it. And sorry about your car, Brett. Fair. That's, that's about it. Nominee number one's truck gang. Nominee number two want to go have these on a parking spot. Is a parking lot somewhere, and everybody is parked wrong. Foreground, the background. It's bad. The cars off to the left look okay, but I'm saying that Jeep in the back looks like it's pinched pretty close, too. Yep. It's just, it's a terrible parking lot. Yep. It's not good. Is it the people that seemingly unified to park incorrectly worse than the parking lot where no one seems to know what they're doing? I don't know, man. It's for you to decide. I don't know. And if you see terrible parking, report it quickly. Not to the proper authorities. Unless you're accepting legal, then do that. But yeah. definitely also Utah's VFX. 100%. Okay. So I think in the age of pandemic, the biggest thing to conquer has been the mental battle. Yes. Don't get me wrong. There's a pandemic and that is part of it. But for a lot of us that are trying to manage day in and day out and maybe haven't gotten it, mentality I think has been something to stay focused on because it's just... A blah time. Yeah. Now, one of the things that gives me anxiety that I've had to manage, because, you know, especially working from home, that's what it is, a lot more emails and such. Friend here at the station showed me their video this week, showed me a a video this week, and their phone had every possible notification (sighs) at the top, and I panicked. Yeah, okay. And we need to address this. Relatable. So, friend here at work was showing me a video, him playing video games, ironically enough. Uh-huh. AJ McCall on VFX, and as he went to tilt his phone sideways to make it full screen, I saw across the top of his bar no less than 12 different symbols of notifications. Okay. And that bothers me. Okay. So much. <laughs> so for the debate aid on VFX, I have a contest to see who has the most unread notifications, unread emails, text us, post a picture on our social media, Utah's VFX, 68255, the number text, start your text with VFX. But you people know who you are. How? How do you do that? I don't know, man. It's always been something that has, like, it drives me bonkers. Uh, Not even kidding. (laughs) It it, it just, it it gives me a slime out of anxiety because, like, how do you let all those sit up there unanswered, unencumbered? There's, like, 12 of them, 12 different symbols. You know... I have a friend who uh, shared a screenshot of her. There goes the perpetrator right there. The perp right there. I I have a friend who showed me a picture of her email notifications. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Bad. Yeah. Bad. See, I'm going crazy right now. I have one, one notification on my home screen, and it's in my emails, and it's to remind me that I have to finish a class. Which right. is fine. I think I think that's fine. 
That's what reminds me. Otherwise, I'd just forget. So I'm I'm behind your line of thinking for the reminder because I'll do that sometimes. But ultimately, no, I'll swipe away. They lost. They lost because I cannot stand to have them up there. They bother me. And so, like, I'm talking two or three because email, Facebook notifications, especially the page managers app. You know, right. that thing wants to send you a notification for everything. Right. Hey, nobody commented on this. Cool. Swipe. Thanks, bro. Swipe. Swipe. But, but, st- at some point, it just grinds on me. I'm like, no, nah, we're done with this. So, here's the most one. What, what, what was the number? Sorry. What was the number of emails? From my friend? Yeah. 90,000. Not. How is that many emails? I don't okay. know. That's got to be the. That's got to be, be like the, a spam email yeah, it's account. Got to be the right? old one that you've just recycled, recycled into your yeah, free offer. Yeah, and you just forgot. Sure. Get right, out right, of here. Right. Get out of here. Because those ones I don't even count. I don't even look at them. No. They don't serve a purpose. I'm not going to go look at what that is. Mm-mm. They're there for a purpose. Mm-hmm. So most unread notifications, emails, whatever it is, six eight two five five. The number text. Start your text with VFX. And it's funny you bring up emails, McCall. Why? Because uh, there has been a growing trend with more people working from home, obviously, as we're dealing with the COVID-19 thing, that they realized that maybe, just maybe, something they invented they thought was so clever when they were in, you know, maybe like high school, probably doesn't reflect that well in the business world. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, great. What was your childhood email address? <laughs> I can't tell you. Back in high school, middle school, whenever you invented that first email address, heck, at this point, depending on who I'm talking to, you probably had one when you were in elementary school. Me. Hi. AJ McCall at VFX. It was clever. It was a nickname, something funny, a play on words with a favorite song. It was cool. Everybody thought it was hilarious. And then you got out to the adult world and you didn't think anything of it. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic hit. And you're working from home, or more people are, and there was a lot more emails and text messages exchanged. And all of a sudden, maybe somebody pointed out, hey, that email address, you might want to change that. How old are you? 12? <laughs> yep. I can't tell you what mine is because I still have it. Do you use it as your personal one, though, or is it the one that's uh, just become the catch all? Like it's my catch all. That, that's what happens to them, right? Is that mm-hmm. they get kind of shuffled down. And it's have, like, would you like to sign up for these coupons? Sure. Just send it to... This one. Yeah. I had one. I still have it. It's actually... I have it across several different email platforms. It's a band nickname. Oh, nice. Which was... I don't know to tell you the whole email, but the band nickname was Mini Matt. And so that was my... It was my AOL screen name. It's... You know, it's, it, there's a version of it at AOL. There's a version... At, wait, I think Yahoo. There's a version at Gmail. They're all over the place. But I remember... And this is what's so ridiculous. I had a conversation with my mom in high school. In high school. Really? Because I had one of those voicemails that you call and it goes, hello? Hello? Hated those. Uh-huh. No, I'm just kidding. Leave a message. Yeah, they that one. Right? Me. And it, it fooled everyone all the time. Right. Constantly got them. I get tyrant, <laughs> profanity-laced voicemails 100%. all the time for friends when they get fooled. I had a conversation with my mom who said, you know, if you're going to go into the uh, workplace, maybe you ought to think of change that. My first job was at Walmart. My second one was selling college-themed clothes. At a, I, I wasn't really breaking the, the professional atmosphere a whole lot in terms of my first few jobs. But I got that lecture in high school. I was like, whatever. So I changed it. But email-wise, I, I was too. like, okay. I, I did the same thing when I was, how old was I? My, mine was in high school because I changed mine when I was probably 16, I think. And then at like 16 and a half, my mom was like, hey. Are you applying to jobs? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, change your freaking voicemail then. And I was like, oh, okay. 
in terms of the emails, I kind of get it. Like, I don't think it's as overblown as parents have made those lectures to be to McCall and I specifically, not to say parents out there, like whatever. But oh, like, man. like it's kind of understandable because if someone was to say like my emails fruit loops whatever and you're like you know how easy it is to start a new email right right and that's what that's what happened for jobs again i mean i i think i was a junior people were talking about going to college and the admissions counselor lady she came in and she was trying to explain to everybody she's like look you got to change your guys's emails you just got to make it so that it's more of a name if you're trying to get admitted into college they're going to look at this and be like okay so the moron can't figure out how to change their email i just want mine to be i want to go to college at gmail.com how about that I love college. True, the matter too. Gmail.com. The other thing is, how many emails do you collect over a lifetime? You forget about them. Every time I go to a workplace, I get a new one, obviously. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay. I, I think I've only got, at this point, well, only, I think I have five emails. I don't Got a spam know. one. Got a professional one Most with my of real them are name. Spam ones. Got a fan email account. <laughs> that one's. That one's just to be able to link up to like Instagram and stuff so people don't actually have my real last name. <laughs> Creative. So, so uh, yeah, understandably, you know, we all been there. We 100%. all got that email address and we thought we hung out too, a little too late. Yep. Very rarely I think you're proactive on that one. Somebody usually says something. Yep. And second of all, you people that have all your notifications, all your unread emails, I don't know what kind of psychopaths you are, but just just stop. Stop it. it like it bothers me Read a lot. your emails. Just Clear mark them as red, delete them. Because seriously, my friend has 90,000. I have the screenshot the of record. it from her. Nobody's been able to top that yet. I look at it and I think, you know what? You just got to like nuke that whole inbox and just start over. Just, you can't read all email. of those. <laughs> none of those are clear. Clearly none of those are really all that important because if they were, well, maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe you got follow-up emails up the wazoo. Who knows? Uh, clear your notifications. Please. It bothers me. Oh, it drives me nuts. Now, I, of course, want you to shop local. However, when there's a Willy Wonka-style chance prize, <gasps> what? maybe I'd consider Amazon. Just say, you'll see. Okay. Also, tied to that, quite the explanation from uh, fiancé and or wife about why a ring disappeared. Oh, boy. AJ McCall at VFX. Isn't it amazing how a simple carrot, a simple incentive can get you motivated? Like yeah. as a kid, those prizes in the cereal or the prizes in the Happy Meals, huge time motivation. Uh, yeah, the the prizes in the Happy Meals are definitely a huge motivation. As an adult, kind of tough to find those, I think. You keep an eye out. It's Look, mostly sales, still, right? You can still buy Happy Meals. I mean, <laughs> okay, fine. Don't, don't let that you know, stop you. Don't let me stop you from doing that. But the incentives in terms of finding something, you know, in Suck. a box. Just kidding. Very <laughs> rare. Very rare. However, an Amazon employee in the United Kingdom as we found out in Florida or not, lost her engagement ring. Yep. So I'm not saying maybe, you know, make some purchases you wouldn't normally make. I'm just saying maybe, just maybe. You already made a purchase and you're being incentivized. Because, there's going to you know. be that engagement ring. Which, by the way, if you open that together and you're not married and or engaged already, mm. might be an interesting situation. Oh my God. I can only imagine, like, right now, if that kind of a situation were to happen, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, Dustin, that was so nice of you. And he'd be like, put it back. Put it down right Wouldn't now. It, I, I, I haven't looked. Forgive me. I have not uh, perused the uh, the engagement ring section on Amazon because at this point, I'm pretty sure they have everything. What do you think? Solid? Because I know we had a conversation once upon a time because I had a <clears throat> friend whose <clears throat> girlfriend was like, uh, Sam's Club. And I was like, you don't want to shoot a little higher in terms of an engagement ring? 
Just a little bit. Here's the thing. I don't trust buying that kind of a purchase online. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. That wedding dresses, like fancy dresses. I've purchased fancy dresses online. Don't. (laughs) Next. Ultimately, you know, you're more so doing a good deed that incentive. I mean, unless you can find someone, but McCall's laid it out pretty clearly for us what the the rebuy market is in terms of uh, engagement rings. Yeah. Not very good. Nope. But. Yeah, although okay. I did sell mine. Good. Get that curse away from you. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of curse, what the heck is uh, normal going to look like? Uh-huh. When are we going to get back to normal? Uh-huh. A survey was done of uh, hundreds of epidemiologists asking them when they would do certain things, shake hands, go to concerts, such so the, so the experts give you their opinions, which we'll share to you along with a message from uh, Logan Mayor Holly Danes, AJ and McCall on VFX. Now, McCall, how close would you say you are to normal? What normal was like in February, how close are you back to that? Uh... Well, I don't like going out places. Fair. I order everything to be picked up. Fair. The same. The same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, McCall's in the exact same spot. Good no, for her. I'm She's the chief status we can all hope for. I feel like I'm washing my hands more, but. <sighs> That's not necessarily a bad thing. No. So a survey was done of more than 500 epidemiologists. Like normally when we get the COVID 19 updates, here we hear from. Uh, uh, Angela Dunn, I believe is her name, yeah. the state epidemiologist. The state and they were asked about certain things returning to normal. Like one of the questions is, what was uh, what what would you expect to do that you're not now within the next three to 12 months? Those include going to the gym, eating at restaurants, uh, sending kids to school, working a shared office, attending a small dinner party, things like boarding a plane. Those were uh, within the next three to 12 months. That's what they'll look at doing, but not before then. Right. Things that were over a year away, attending a wedding or a funeral, going out with someone you don't know very well, attending a large church service, going to a live sporting event or concert. You know, that's the thing. Like, everything's already been canceled for this year. I mean... Kind of a wipe. So... Public event-wise. Do you know how... uh, Yes, McCall? I just had the biggest realization that's going to make me cry. Which is... I was going to go to the My Chemical Romance concert that's happening in Vegas in October, and I don't think that I'm going to be able to go to that now, and so now I'm just going to like... It's up in the air at the at it, best. It really at is. Best. So, um, cool. I'm just going to go wipe my tears, because that's. I was like, I don't have anything planned, and then I was like, you're a moron. You were going to go to My Chemical Romance. Here's... Let me get on my conspiracy soapbox oh, for a minute. No. My Chemical Romance. Yes. Alanis Morissette. Sure. Uh, I think Good Charlotte. All of these names that make my soul pretty pretty dang content coming back this year. Every single one of them is going on tour. Yep. And every single one of them is basically had to cancel. Yep. Coincidence? Yeah. Oh, what about the uh, Hella Mega Tour? How big an announcer that was, done. I know. It's fine. I'll get over it. As long as Gerard Way is not like next year, you know what? Yeah, maybe. This is a great idea. It's a bad idea. But we're not going to do it.
So, you know, it. it oh, I'm so sad now. <laughs> for me, the other side, I'm oh. excited to see sports come back. Ashton and I love going to sports. I don't know when we're going to go back. I'm with you on the food thing. I don't know when we're actually going to go sit down at a restaurant for the first time. So I went and sat down at a restaurant last weekend. You for crazy the first lady. Time. Yeah, I went to Texas Roadhouse. It was really good. How, how was it inside? What was it? Would they space them out? They, yeah, they, they yeah. Like booths so, empty? Mm-hmm, so every, it was basically every other booth and um, everybody had masks on and we didn't have masks on. We probably should have, but we didn't. But um, Oops. Sorry, when you're eating food. It's okay, McCall. I'm not going to like, you know here, let me cut a hole in my mask so that I can nom my food. And it would seem counterintuitive to lift the mask up to eat. You know what they do say? Some people do say, though, McCall, it's not the it's not the disease that gets you. It's the fear. Stop so, it. This yeah. comes along with a message from uh, Logan Mayor Holly Danes uh, with the sharp spike in Cache County in terms of the COVID-19 um, Mayor's office asking residents to be smart, be responsible, be kind. Wear your masks. Because of this outbreak, masks are encouraged in all Logan City offices starting yesterday. Yep. If you prefer not to uh, wear a mask and you got to go online or over the phone. Then don't come in. Starting yesterday, library closed. Starting today, the Logan Community Recreation is going to be closed. Uh, the city and school district are working together to determine potential future availability for school athletic teams. So everything kind of fluid, but, you know. Huge spike. Yeah. We went from like holding steady under 100 to now in Cache County. It's like, what? It was <laughs> 750 cases, something like that. It's crazy. No, we, uh, Dustin and I just, we got our masks. We got some cool masks that were ordered yesterday, but they're also like for like snowboarding and, or like buffs. It's kind of what they call them. McCall's wearing the full on paint gear, you know, when you no. have the paint gun and you got the air breather and everything. She, oh, she's, she's sad. Hey, speaking of the pandemic, so this week, this year, galaxy, by the way, because I like all of the colors. Oh, right, yeah, gotcha. I was like the phone. Uh, So speaking of the pandemic, this summer, my family was set to have a get together, and some people are still going. I'm probably not going, right? Which has led to an interesting suggestion of what we as a family should do. Oh, great! And I have no idea what to expect. (laughs) So this summer, there's supposed to be a I don't know what to call it a family reunion because I think it's become a thing where it's like an annual trip now because there's like a condo or timeshare down there or something. Okay. AJ McCall at VFX. So basically every summer, family's invited down. Okay. I'm Ben Yad. I think this will be the second or third year. I definitely ain't going to make it this summer. Yeah. Because we're talking like a month and a half from now. And so it was suggested that we do instead like a Zoom family reunion. And I have no idea what to expect for that. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you're on board. I, I was expecting you to be like, it's no big deal because it's, you know, you're, you're FaceTime. You're in. No, you know what you need for a, what what would happen with a Zoom family reunion is you'd get a bunch of people with water bottles that looked like they were full of water, but they weren't water, actually. Um, <laughs> and then you'd just get a bunch of people that really didn't want to be on the phone call. I don't like that. Like, just get caught up with the family you want to get caught up with. Like, family re- reunions already are like... McCall with the spicy tank gonna make everybody mad. Look. Though she's completely right. 100%. Like, you go to family reunions, and for the most part, I mean, I haven't been to a family reunion in a really long it's, time. It's idle small talk we, with people yeah. just because you feel like you're being yeah. rude. So when are you is? guys getting married? So when are you oh having a gosh, kid? Yes. So, so when is this that. happening? Leave me alone! Okay, so on Aunt the subject June? then, what Zoom things do you think are too far because you know so we started with 
Work obviously and right, meetings. Works fine. And meetings school. are great. I mean, I think that's awesome. <laughs> Let's do a Zoom conference call for any email ever. <laughs> so it's fine. Then, that then school obviously. Uh, school's good. Now I, I've been suggested for a Zoom family reunion. What about Zoom weddings? Zoom baby no. showers? Mm. What? That's a thought. That's a thought. Yeah. Is that a thought? The same way you think Zoom meetings are a thought? Yep. Okay. So sure she do. just wants them to see not to worry about it. You still got to send a gift. You just gift. put yourself on a loop. That's fine. I'll send a loop all day long. Or I'll send a gift all day long. Put me on a loop. Call it good. I'm just glad to get support for the Zoom family reunion because I was like. I just think that's dumb. Like, uh, what are you going to do? Sit on a Zoom phone call all stinking day long uh, and just like wait until it's your turn to chat? Like, well, that, what, what is this? That, like a share circle? No. That, and for everyone who constantly hears producer butters or Ugh. me complain about my family, they're um. like, hey, AJ, but if you've never been on a zoo, if you've never been on a FaceTime with more than like three parties, this is how it goes. It's a pain. You talk over each other, then someone's screen freezes, then you got to redial them in because it just, it's a, it's a so pain. So now you're going to put not in like fun. 50, no. Okay. Pass. I'm Again, just going to bail yeah. on the trip and bail on the Zoom family reunion. I don't think that, I really don't Ooh. think that uh, a Zoom family reunion's a good idea. Thank goodness. But. The key to success in 20, to the key to career and financial success in 2020, in the 21st century, really, is you got to score one of those sweet, fat salaries on one of those oh. judging shows. Yeah, 100%. Which is why AJ McCall started TikTok Tuesday. That's right. Don't worry if you haven't heard it before. It's brand new. We just did it today. That's Surprise, like- it's Tuesday. <laughs> VFX has something new for you. AJ and McCall have something new for you. That's right. The key to success is to make a career out of judging people. I mean, think about the platforms. TikTok, American Idol, The Voice, everything. Facebook, everyone's an expert. Everybody gets to judge. That's the key to success. You just got to be on the right side of it and get paid to do it. You got to be paid for people to want your judgments. Yep. Well, you got to start somewhere. I think Park Narcs was a good start. I think so. That's, a that's power to the, more though. power to the people. This one more focused on AJ and McCall. It's called TikTok Tuesday. Now here's just here's a little little taste. Okay, this <gasps> this video is insulting because this is clearly a game meant for poor people, and they're playing it in a huge house. I haven't house. seen this. <laughs> what you doing? Oh no! <laughs> you guys are awful. Haha, <laughs> child, you didn't do nearly as good they as me. They actually live I'm in going that to house. Throw you in a pool. There was like no furniture. Nobody lives there. Is there a pool? Where's the pool? I don't see. Oh, there's the pool. Nope. Oh, oh, and bye, kid. <laughs> That's just a little bit. Now you can see the whole thing. It's up on our Facebook page right now. Soon to be on YouTube. Yep. If YouTube ever freaking works. Instagram. Without fail, whenever McCall needs to use is, social media, that's worst. when it like, refuses to work. I, uh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> For some reason, like YouTube's upload speeds have been garbage. They're like, well, McCall, maybe it's your internet. No, because it went up on all of the other platforms just fine. It's always when it gets <laughs> to that SD part towards the end. It's like an HD slash SD. It's like SD processing. And then it says 0% and it stays at 0% for like an hour. And then it's like 100% done. Like there's there's no in between. You don't count up. There's no ticking. It's like uh-huh. I see what you did 100. there. Waiting for the talking on TikTok Tuesday. Correct. Utah's VFX across all social media. Find TikTok Tuesday where it also have mine and McCall's TikToks and credit to the TikToks that we watched. Yep. Enjoy.
Because you can also see the video. It's not just our face. You see the video itself. Or don't. I mean, whatever. If you don't enjoy, then fine. I thought we had covered this a little bit when we talked about the... McCall gave me the breakdown on how these, uh, say, quote-unquote, professional selfies are done. But a a famous, famous famous-ish person was uh, caught in the nude because of somebody else in their household. And I, I just feel like we got to discuss this once again. I know we're, a lot of people are bored in the house and they're in the house bored. What? No. But got to check what's going on. All right, McCall, you're going to have to put on your uh, expert selfie glasses once again or filters. I don't, I don't know. Whatever it is. Filter, I don't know. filter eyes? AJ McCall on VFX. So we, uh, we already had the story, right? The lady went viral in England after she shared a bathroom selfie, which featured her... I believe boyfriend wiping his butt. Correct. And that one I thought was inexcusable because it was not in real time, obviously. It was right. a it was a selfie. It was a photo. You had time to look at it and it was up for like forty minutes before she finally caught it. And she was like, Oh yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm just used to seeing his butt, I guess. Now, this story it's is ridiculous. A l- little bit more understandable because it's a stream, but it's much more egregious as well. Uh Chris Como of I believe CNN was apparently recently spotted naked outside of his own house because his uh, wife was uh, doing an online yoga stream and he walked into it. I'm going to blame Como on this one, but this is just part of a bigger issue. Uh, okay, I, I'll, I'll hear you out. What's your bigger issue? Just communicate. Like, if you're streaming... Yeah. I mean, there's been, that was one of the funny things at the beginning of all the Zoom stuff. There was, uh, there was, I think it was a Mexican reporter, She's, uh, and her husband walked in in his underwear, which I guess if you're on the, I guess you could think she's on the phone or whatever, but I mean, right. I don't know. You wouldn't have a couple questions, maybe a little bit of hesitation. Communication. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't know how, how to address it because like so when we were working from home right there would be times that like Dustin had to go to work or something but he wouldn't know like if we were on the air or if not because you know I don't have a flashing on air light outside of my studio at my house right it's a closet right so maybe but he didn't just barge in no of course exactly. not exactly he, he was like okay wait I need to check that's what right. I'm saying. Right. And then one of the times he ended up leaving because I said, okay, but I thought he thought that I was talking to him <laughs> and I was talking to you. And yeah. then I was like, yeah. where'd he go? Where'd yeah. you go? No, and he's like, I left. I, I told you I'm leaving. And you said, but okay. Dustin is a prime example of what I'm talking about here. Especially, especially, maybe one thing. So if he barges in, he's fully clothed. It's not a big deal. Right. He just oops. Oops, but my bad. But when you're in your underwear or naked, I don't know, ask a question. I know it's your home. I know it's your home. Right. But I don't know. A little second to be like, ooh, I'm naked. Maybe ooh, I had to see what's going I'm naked. on. Are you on the stream? I don't know. And maybe, just maybe, like, it was like a sporadic live stream. Because sometimes those happen. You know, every uh, once in a while, people are like, hey, I'm just going to hop on Instagram Live. Can we talk about that, please? Okay. Like, everybody already knows you're freaking on Instagram Live. Don't say, I'm going to hop on. You already hopped a hip to hopped on. You on it. Just say, what up, Instagram Live, or something along those lines. You don't have to say, we're going to hop on. Oh, just hopping on. Stupid. (laughs) Pay attention. Don't walk into a shot when you're naked. That would be. And seen. (laughs) 
Oh, boy. Okay, uh, admittedly, I had something ready, uh, but I did my math wrong and also saw a false Facebook post. That happens, right? Great. Um, well, I just uh, mistyped something to a very uh, very respected individual that is a, a professional, if you'd like that update. Okay, we can talk about our, our stupid mistakes. Great. Thank, by the way, I'm glad that mine was wrong because I was so about excited. to super panic. Oh, good. Well, uh, I already like super sort of panicked. End of the show, we're screwing up. Is that a sign we've been staying awake for too long? Or I guess for you, not enough cups of coffee. We're getting near the end of the show and oopsie. <laughs> uh-huh. AJ McCall at VFX. So I read a post, I scrolled across a post on Facebook that was talking about there being a Friday the 13th and I was like, oh crap, today's the 9th. That's probably right. So then I was like, okay, <laughs> let me double check when was the last one. Heads up. Not Friday the 13th this week, Friday the 12th. Oh, good. So I was like, I was like, oh crap, because the last Friday the 13th, do you know when it was? March. March Friday the 13th. Yep. Do you remember what happened March Friday the 13th? Uh, there was a full moon. It was my birthday. Um, there was an earthquake. I made a whole video about it, daylight savings time. It was pretty much was the start the of thing. like 2020 collapsing Boom. on itself. So I was like, oh no, I don't think we can handle this. <laughs> Luckily, it is not Friday the 13th this week. Again, it's Friday the 12th. The next one isn't until November. November Friday the 13th. So we can put off paranoia for a while because who uh, knows just a what's going to happen until then. It's not until November. It's like five more months. We got just a minute. Whew. That was lucky. Yeah. Bullet dodged. Yeah. <laughs> what was yours? I accidentally sent somebody a message that sent us a little bit of help, and I said, hey, thank you for your help. And instead, I sent him a message, and I said, thanks for your help. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that okay, means. Okay, now I kind of feel like you should have gone first, because like I feel like mine was way dumber, and yours was just an innocent typo. Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> I don't text and talk at the same time. Because then you say things like, thanks for your help. Oops. Uh, you'll be you'll you'll be able to recover that. I think you'll be all right. I think it'll be fine. Okay. It'll be fine. It'll be, fine. It'll be, fine. It'll be good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. Good thing you don't have to have we're not striving for perfection or anything, right? Nah. <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX. VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing we leave you with for the AJ and McCall show on VFX. Find us on Facebook as we pick what we're going to leave you with, the people with. AJ and I, McCall Taylor. So, McCall, what did you land on? Um, I'm going to leave you with a little positivity, if you will. Landed on my friend Austin Moore's post. It said, love your neighbor who doesn't look like you, think like you, love like you, speak like you, pray like you, vote like you. Love your neighbor, no exceptions. I I know of somebody who said that once upon a time, but I mean, I feel like it gets taken out of context a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I like my friend David. It says it's a chart says women, men, women, office, raise flats, dinner, high heels, gym, gym shoes, party, boots, walk, walk shoes, home slippers, shoes. men. Office sneakers, dinner sneakers, gym sneakers, party sneakers, suck. walk sneakers, home yep. nothing. <laughs> it's true. Where I'm going, same shoes, all the time. Yeah, positivity yeah. can win. Yay, positivity! Myself. The agent I, the McCall Taylor. Find us across all social media. Utah's VFX across all social media. Do it. 
especially with today being the first uh, edition of TikTok Tuesday. TikTok Tuesday. On social media. Utah'sVFX.com. Stream us music news, blog news. Uh, you can find the podcast. You can get internet for lunch with listeners. Search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are as well, like iTunes or Spotify. Just search for AJ and for Sam McCall, and it'll take you to all of them. Did I, do I know how to spell positivity? Positivity. It's been a while since he had to McCall, any warnings for the public about the impending Friday the 12th? It's coming. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, that's this is a word. Positivity is a word. Stop autocorrecting it to positivists. I don't think posit positivist is a word. Pa It's not like you totally made it up. Search. Be okay, wary. I, okay, this week I, is Friday the twelfth. And with twenty twenty, who's to say you're not we don't we just wake up, we go to bed Thursday the eleventh and wake up and twenty twenty's like, eh, it's Friday the thirteenth anyway. It just feels right. It says this is spelled wrong and it's not. Well, um, I can't. Congratulations, you're smarter than a computer. Wow. <laughs> Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks, listen to VFX.